kukupenda nipende watu wote na mapendo unayonipenda nataka sana bwana Yesu mapendo yako makubwa yani sugume kukufuata kukupendeza daima e mungu mwenye pendo kubwa e mungu
Yule mwalimu ambaye tayari kutumia maneno yako Mungu tunamweka mikono yako uwezeshwe na wewe. Mambo makili yake ya kimwili ipotee. Lakini yako na kimwili tumike ndani yako na tupate baraka kupitia yeye kufuatana mapenzi yako kwa jina la Bwana Yesu Kristo. announcements before we get started. The candy on your on your desk, um, you guys feel free to get any of it at any time. Is there anybody that was not here yesterday? Raise your hand. Kenny, can you we get him a bag? Yes. Any other last If you have a Bible, go ahead and get your Bible out. We're going to be reading the Bible throughout the Bible today. Uh, in the first in the any other announcements? I think that's it. Okay, okay. All right. With that being said, um, I'm going to be I'm, I'm Pastor Creston. And I'm going to continue our study through the Book of Romans here at the Pastoral Conference. So if you have a copy of God's Word, open up to Romans chapter 1. And we're going to read verses 8 through 15. And if you don't have a Bible, look in a Bible to your guest beside you. Your neighbor beside you. Here go an English Bible. He was just translating. Romans chapter 1. Chapter 1. Can your husband? Yeah, he's in there. Where is the older gentleman? 
Paul wants to encourage them also of the gospel. When you want to encourage somebody, you must be careful how you approach them. If Paul starts his letter off with rebuking them and everything they've done, it's going to be hard for them to receive the letter. So what does Paul do here? He starts his letter off first with letting them know who he is. So Paul tells them first that he's an apostle. And a servant. Why, why is that important for them to know Paul is a servant and an apostle? Why is it important for Paul to start off this letter with him sharing that he's a servant and an apostle? Anybody? Before he wasn't a servant of God. Before he was not a servant of God. Yes, because he wasn't a servant of God. Yes, it's okay. supposed to tell them so that they know that he's already a servant. Yeah, he's already a servant. Also, yes. So before people knew that uh, Paul was a, uh, a person who made people to serve so much, especially Christians. Yes, yes. So he wanted to introduce to people so that they know that he's already converted and he's a fellow of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Asante. So if you want to grow vegetables, if you want to grow vegetables, vegetables? No, like Would you want to, do you learn how to grow vegetables from a motorcycle mechanic? Who did you go? Who did you go? Where did you go to learn how to grow the vegetables? Who do you go try to find? Right. You go to a farmer. Well, Paul here, he's an apostle, he's a servant of the Lord. And so Paul has the word of Jesus to give to them because he's an apostle. But before Paul gives them wisdom and encourage them, Paul first wants them to see that he wants to make sure that they trust him. Uh, 
So Paul is persuading them already. Say, trust me. Listen to my words. Uh, and so today, Paul is going to persuade them to trust them with his word by telling them that he loved them. On your worksheet, the first blank. Now look back in your Bible in verse 8. Verse 8, yes. Paul starts off. Paul starts off with the word first in verse 8. Paul starts off in verse 8 with the word first. Before Paul moved forward, he shared how he's thankful for them. He shared that he's thankful for them. Now, 
Paul knows again, if he starts off with hard words, it's going to be hard for the Romans to receive this letter. So Paul starts this letter off letting them know that he is thankful for them. He showed a, great, a, a deep gratitude for them. And he root the gratitude in God. So Paul, he is thanking them by telling them that he is thanking God. God is very important in this Roman church, and Paul knows that. Here the word God is referring to the Father. Here God is referring to the Father. Referring to the Father. But sometimes God is referring to the Trinity. The Trinity is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Father is the first person of the Trinity. The Son is the second person of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. So my question for you, who was the most poor important in the Trinity? Yes, amen, amen, amen. They all are important. I am married to Alina. She's my wife. We have different roles. I leave the home. And she's my helpmate. Even though our roles are different, we're still we are still unique and the same in God's eyes. Even with the father, the father role is different from Jesus' role. The father oversees all. The son submits to the father. The Holy Spirit listened to the Son and the Father. They all work together for the glory of God. If you remember Jesus' baptism in Matthew chapter 3, Matthew chapter 3. You remember the Holy Spirit came down on Jesus. 
And the father said, this is my son. And Jesus was getting baptized. Jesus was John They all are different, but they are one. So my question for you. Why does God divide? Why the Trinity? Great question. Good, good question. God existed in eternity past. There's never been a time that God didn't exist. He's God, and that's who He is. And all of creation reflects the diversity within the Trinity. All of creation reflects the diversity of the Trinity. The diversity. They are different because they all show the diversity of God's glory. The um, diversity, the uniqueness, uniqueness, uniqueness. So, so now we see within creation that there are different animals. So God is showing the, his nature, he's showing himself and his glory even through nature. And, and they all work together. Again, the Father created with his son but also his son was the one that redeemed the people for himself and the Holy Spirit teaches the people for him it is a false teaching called modalism out there. Modalism. 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 Some people think that God is like water. Water can be froze. Water can, can, be, can melt. Water can turn into steam. But it's the same water. 
That's not the Trinity. That's not the Trinity. That's not a good example of the Trinity. Water is not a good example of the Trinity. Maji haiko Maji kama utatu. Maji kama mpano wa utatu. Because it's the same water to change the forms. Ni maji ambayo kwa sababu hii maji inageuka kuwa kitu fulani tofauti na ni maji. Maji yanakuwa jiwe, maji yanaweza kusimama yanakuwa kama mti, maji yanaweza kuwa yanaweza ishika tena kuwa maji. Ni kama vile ile utatu tunasema, eh, Mungu ni baba na ni ule ule Mungu na anakuwa mwana na ni yeye ule ule Mungu na anakuwa roho. The father is different from the son. Baba ni tofauti na mwana. But they all are together for God's glory. Lakini wote wanakuwa pamoja kwa utukufu wa Mungu. So Paul and Romans is praying to this triune God. Paulo ana Paul is praying. Paul is thanking this triune God for the Romans. He thanked God for the Romans. Uh, the Mungu, God. <laughs> Anybody ever heard of Athanasius? Anybody ever heard of name Athanasius? Athanasius. Athanasius. That's the name. Um, just, just say it in English. Has anybody ever heard of Athanasius? No, that's his name. He, he's from Northern Africa. He is from Northern Africa. He he is the one that defended the Trinity against people that was teaching false teaching about the Trinity. He was defending about Godhead to God when people talking bad, people talking false teaching about God. Alikuwa aki ongea au aki fasiria kizuri kuhusu ule wale ambao walikuwa wanasikia maana yake. He was called the Black Dwarf. Uh, alikuwa ameitwa He was called Black and Short. Alikuwa anaitwa Mweusi. He was so dark. Alikuwa mweusi sana. He was so short. But he was the one that turned the world upside down at, at, in the third century. God has been using great Africans for centuries. Well, he defended the Trinity that we're talking about right now. And so Paul is thanking God for this Roman church and for this Roman church to receive him. So for us today, 
Do we thank God for those who we are pastoring? Do we do we love them? How the Father, the Son, and the Spirit love each other. If we love our people well, that our people can see God working through us. But if we're not thankful for the people before us, we make the ministry about us. So Paul is opening this letter sharing his thankfulness for them so they can receive the words from him. A lot of time our people do not a lot of time our people do not listen to us. They don't think we love them. If we truly love them, we treat them with grace. If we love them, we treat them with grace. Now on your second, the second worksheet, number two. Can you read that as well? Oh, yes, yes. Ile nukta ya pili anasema alikuwa akiwaombea Alikuwa akiwaombea Alikuwa akiwaombea wale watu walikuwa akiwaombea Alikuwa akiwaombea kuomba Alikuwa akiwaombea mbele aweze kuanza kazi yake mbele awafundishe au mbele awaongoze watu wa Roma alianza kuwaombea alikuwa kiwaombea ile nukta ya nukta kuanzia hapa ni now we see in verses 9 to 11 Paul now moves to now um, to share that God is his witness that he's not ceasing praying for them <laughs> and mentioning them mentioning to them to the Lord like he came to Continue praying for them. 
Paul is not like, let me pray for them one time and that's it. Paul is continually praying for them. Paul want to see them. So family, are you praying for your people daily in your church? Are you longing to see your people uh, on Sundays? Unasikia, unapenda kuona watu wako. Do you want to be around your people? This is the heart of Paul for his people. He's like a shepherd that want to tend to his sheep. So pastors, we must have our people in our hearts. But also Paul wants to impart wisdom to them as well. He want to give them everything that he has. Our pastor, Pastor Joseph mentioned yesterday that discipleship is important. Do you desire to impart wisdom into your people? Paul doesn't keep the wisdom to himself, he gives it to the church. Number three, the last one. It is a confess. He has strong desire to confess. Uh, But, but we cannot invest wisdom if we're not reading our Bibles. We must read our Bibles for our own edification and also for the edification of others and for God's glory. So as we as I wrap up my session here, 
pastors, we must love God's sheep. And the motivation for their love is found in the Trinity. The Father didn't the Father didn't leave the Son in the grave but raised him back up. That love that the Father had for his Son, we must have that love for our people. Our love must go deep. If we don't love our people, we're not being good pastors. Good pastors are loving patient kind to the sheep and that's what Paul is doing here in Romans chapter 1 if you take care of a good sheep it would not go astray and what I mean by that is, at times, things might get hard for us. But a true sheep, a true sheep would stay faithful to the shepherd. So family, we must be faithful under shepherds. And we don't let our sheep go malnourished. malnourished. We look over our people and we care for our people. Because God cares for us. Amen. Um, let, us, let us stand.